welcome everybody to another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. I'm Mark Optal, joined by Matt from Eden Prairie. This week, uh, it's St. Patty's Day coming up, and it's obviously a little bit different than many years past. Last year and this year, not really St. Patrick's Day with, with the COVID stuff, but uh, we, we reflect on some, some past St. Patrick's Days. It's one of my favorite holidays. I'm not a big holiday guy in general, especially bar holidays, but I sure love St. Patrick's Day, the actual day, not the weekends before or after, but the actual day. Uh, so we talk about a bunch of that stuff. We got some golf talk, a whole bunch of everything, but uh, a lot of fun. Can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Hit me up on Instagram at Manners Optional Podcast. Email us at Manners Optional Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call us on the answer machine at 877-312-0969. That's all I got for this week. So without further ado, here's another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. Maddie and I talking St. Patty's. Manners Optional Podcast. Matter back in always talking crap, of course. Hockey and golf, music, movies, and sports. Listening to call ins and stories from the past. When they were drinking beer, well, they made their own podcast. From the chosen city, they come. It's debatable if they're dumb. So sit back and turn your speakers up loud. Matters optional podcast starts now. Maddie, we're back. Took a week off, basically just because I didn't make time to do a pod. But I'm st- I'm still hung from Vegas. So that <laughs> yeah, was much, much needed. Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough recovery. I'm not gonna lie. But I have to catch up on sleep though, because you nap most of most of the Vegas. <laughs> wow, you did too though. So very fair statement. What's been what's new, buddy? What's going on? Not a lot. Sleep's greatest. Not a lot. Uh. The place I'm working, they got a new owner, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's been a good it's week. Yeah, it's been a good week thus far. Uh, been a lot of yeah. fun, you know, getting to know him. Uh, guy's good, decent golfer, good guy. I mean, obviously it's a weekend, so he's going to be gung-ho, and obviously that's something I like. You know, there's a lot of changes that needed to be made at that place. Uh, but knowing that I'm probably not going to be there for the long haul, I just kind of showed up and did my thing. I never really got too butthurt other than just calling out the uh, all the mistakes that they made. But I get it now kind of a little bit more anyway. Uh, that previous owner, he was kind of one foot out. You know, he was already negotiating the sale. So, so I sort of get like where the lack of communication was or the lack of give a fuck was. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, I'd say you'd do it till till your last day. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't yep. know. Why not? Especially going well, exactly. Especially because he had the holidays there. Like he had November, December, and I mean, I suppose he sort of seemed to care, but that was right when I was still new. But January and February, he just did not care about anything. Just scumbag human being for all the the poor choices he made and the lack of communication that there was. Um, so yeah, new guy, fresh breath there. Looking forward to uh, you know working with him to get whatever his vision is perfected and dialed in and and ready to go for him so that you know by fall time that place is exactly how he wants it things will be open they'll be able to start doing tastings and and all the stuff that that he wants to do with it so it'll be good it's tight uh speaking of new new driver for oppie this week yeah that was on my list of things to talk about uh what i remind me what happened to your other one so i like 
crashed the face of the driver in. Just on a certain hit, hit or what, swing or what? Um, I don't think it was a certain one. I think I just probably hit the same spot over and over again. You know, my hand-eye coordination is, is better than most. and so, so you hit the sweet spot or the toe? Uh, for me, it'd be like the top, like right before where it would be an idiot mark. So it, it's it's completely <laughs> yeah. it's completely on the face, but okay. I, I get I get high on the face because I'm high, uh, yeah. and so th- at least that's where the crack is. And I'm I'm guessing it's right. just because I do hit the ball in the same spot more often than not. That's probably why it always goes three fairways to the right because um, I'm hitting it in the same spot. Either way. Uh, Crashed the face of the driver in, and it was about six months past when the two-year warranty, which is like, if I would have broken the face of that driver six months earlier, it would have been fully refunded or like a brand new one, or else they would have given me probably like the most the most recent series because they probably yeah. don't have two-year-old drivers sitting around anymore, right? And so, what'd you pay for that thing? I paid five hundred bucks, dude. That's and like crazy. Yeah, and that's the first time I've ever paid it that much for a single club in my life like i've never been a scotty cameron putter guy always was a ping putter guy you know hundred dollar putters not 300 400 500 putters um so it was kind of a, i'm not gonna lie it was a big deal i also put in a you know 80 dollar shaft for low trajectory shots so i mean that club was a big investment only was only had it for what two and a half years essentially um yeah, I just I, I had to make a decision on what I wanted next. Uh, I'm after 25 years going to leave Callaway with, for my driver, which is going to be crazy. Um, you're, not, you're no longer a staff member then? Or I never was, no. There is oh, no amateur okay. staff members. Uh, however, if there oh, was one, I would probably be pretty high on the list for most people. Remember uh, that one year you were going to play the Golf Now Am Tour? Yeah, well, you were going to caddy, and then you backed out. So I. So without a caddy, you, qu- you I, said no? I, yeah, I turned in my card. I turned in my card. Um, but, yeah, I was was ready to go. You just you backed out. You let me down. But that's okay. Um, but, yeah, back to the whole $500 driver thing. I just can't do that again. Um, I don't like the Callaway Maverick, which would be something I could maybe get for, like, $350, bucks because it's a year old. Uh, the new Epic flash speed thing, it's $600. Like I'm not spending $600 on a driver. I just did 500 and kind of let me down. So kind of following in the footsteps of, uh, your brother, Kyle from St. Louis park. He, uh, he made a online, which what a wild card. I mean, I hope I have as good a luck as he does. Um, in as far as like how they graded it and stuff like that. But he bought a used tailor-made SIM three wood. Got a really good deal on it, and it was in great shape, I guess. So I just kind of – I was screwing around on the computer and happened to find a Cobra Speed Zone, which is one of the two drivers I was thinking about switching to, either going to be a tailor-made driver or or go with King Cobra. And I thought you were going to say you found a coupe, not a Cobra. Well, funny story. I got a coupe and a tech. <laughs> not joking. I got both. I'll explain in a minute. You know a guy or what? Well, I got lucky. I must have been on the internet at the very correct time. Yeah, obviously, okay. it was just for me. <laughs> you yep. know, it was they yep. definitely singled me out. They were trying to sell me that driver. Um, so I found a King Cobra Speed Zone, nine degree. It's got that hazardous uh, smoke yellow shaft that I had in the Rogue when I first bought it. Um, I'm going to put a tip on my old low trajectory shaft that 
you know, the Pro Force V2, that yellow shaft. Put, that, you're yeah. putting a pl- plug in it? Yeah, plug in. Plug in, yeah. Um, what do you mean a tip? Well, you know, the tip of the shaft that goes into all these new drivers, they're all a little bit different depending on what yeah. brand they are. So it's like 40 bucks, and they'll put a Cobra tip on it instead of the Callaway tip I have. Oh, gotcha. And then I can use both shifts or shafts and kind of figure out which one I like better, you know, with the Will drive. Will you change them out middle of the round if things are going south? I don't think I'll do it middle of the round. Maybe. No. I don't know. I don't that think that's illegal. Mixed. So I think it's legal. Very illegal. I don't think you can do that during the round. I just checked up ops rules, and it's mandatory, actually. <laughs> if you have two shafts, you must use both. You must both use them, yes. During the round. Okay, I like that rule yep. in our rule book. Uh, I will definitely do that. But anyway, got you know good specs, exactly what I wanted. The, the grade on it was almost new, so I would guess that kind of means like a 9 out of 10. Might be a couple minor scratches or something like that. Had them regrip it up, and then there was a coupe uh, available right on the the page website. It was forty bucks off of any purchase over two fifty. This club was going to be two eighty, which was already a pretty good deal. Um, so I get forty bucks off that. Then I got a ten percent off email code. I guess no no tick, but it was a code. I had a coupe and a code, and so I got an extra ten percent off. I got free shipping. And with a brand new grip, it was like 247 shipped to my house. So it'll be here in a week or two. I'm excited for it. I, uh, I will see if going the used route fails me. You know, I would say typically I'd be more likely to go to like second swing and try to find something there. You know what I mean? At least that way, like you yeah. can hold it in your hand and you know exactly where the scratches are or whatever, exactly what gives it the grade it is. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm taking a chance, but. I'm guessing I didn't really look into it, but I'm guessing there's a 30-day return policy. I might have sure. I might have to ship Especially it back. Especially unused, kind of nice. I would think so, but uh, but we'll see. Either way, not uh, not too concerned. Just more uh, excited to try it out. I I do question. I might question myself halfway through the summer. I think we talked about this already. Whenever I've hit your M6 or BDO's M6 or I've hit a couple Sims when we've been at the sim. And, and I always hit the tandem mids really well. I just don't really like the look of the top of them uh, with the two colors and stuff like that. Um, but I've always hit them really well. So I probably should have went that route and been like, well, you hit it more, really good more often than not with that club. So it doesn't really matter if you like what it looks like. You should like where it goes. But I don't know. I like the Cobra Club. Looks really sharp. Um, looking to go long this year, Matty. I hope you do. I hope you do. I can't wait to get out there. We're t- uh, people were golfing here yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I know. What a, today, but. Yeah, it's raining like crazy, but I'll take it. I mean, I think that just like everybody who knows anything about living in this part of the country, you know, we got to imagine we're still going to get snow one or two more times. We're not going to stay in the 40s and 50s till May, you know, and then get into the 60s and 70s, and then it's summer. You know what I mean? Like, that's – that's not going to happen. We're going to get snow probably one more time. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, for the people that got out early, I, I had a guy coming to the shop. He's also a member at Ernie Rose Golf. So, you know, we obviously sit deal. and tell stories all day long. You, you'd love it. You'd probably sit there and tape it and make fun of me all day long. Uh, great dude, though. Uh, he's actually also on the board at Ernie Rose Golf. Not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, or? He eagled out middle of the fairway. I think 
you know, obviously not as good as a hole in one, but it's still good. If they come to the Eagles at Ernie Rose at the Sammy, you'd be you'd have a board yourself. Yeah, but they're not on a par five and two Eagles. They're hole out Eagles. Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. Got to be on a par okay. four or a par three for an eagle to count. So, anyway. Back to golfing and you ripping people for golfing yesterday. Do you remember what you did about this time last year? It was actually April 4th. And no. like I yes, it was because I got started feeling crappy the next day. is the first time I started having that sharp pain in my stomach. It was April well, 4th that... Or April 3rd, whatever it was. But it was in early April that, yeah. Only, only you would drive 15 hours to shoot 94. We drove Iowa. two hours. It wasn't bad. It was fun to go to Clear Lake, the place the, the you know, the day the music died. That's That happened in Clear Lake, <laughs> Minnesota, or, uh, Iowa. So it was nice to go there, get a Hardee's on the way to the course. Um, yeah, I, I've driven long ways to play early golf. But I'm not golfing in March. It's too sloppy. It's too wet. Uh, wouldn't even be fun, and I still have a MB at ERG, so I'll be at the sim, dialing in my swing, and uh, you know, be ready to to hit the links in early April. Awesome, can't wait. When do you think you'll get your first round in? Um, April for sure. Well, but do you think you'll get out in March? Do you think no. you'll let the brothers talk you into playing one of these weekends? No. And the other big thing of you, oh. I was giving you shit for yesterday, was last year, unless it was above 70 degrees at 8 in the morning, <laughs> it was too cold for you. Yeah, I tell yeah. is, is that is that in effect again this year? No, I think I'm going to maximize as much golf as I can, even if I've got to layer up. Got to get as many back. rounds in as possible. That's good. I mean, I'll probably be playing alone because you guys will be at Shadowbrook and I'll be at LB on Ridges, but... It'll still be yeah, fun. With the, new, with the new logo that came out from Albion Ridges this week, I just I can't see playing there. The rates are going up to pay for that new logo they did and signage. So it's a uh, <laughs> funny it's not story. An it's not I uh, an championship golf course anymore. Yeah, funny story. I actually already pre-ordered three polos, two quarter zips, and three hats. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, Shadowbrook made nine changes. What are they? Move to tee box. <laughs> If if you drive to Albion Ridges, you might as well drive to Iowa. It's, Iowa's closer. <laughs> it's fifty five minutes. Well, well worth it. Oh, okay. Fifty five down fifty five. That should be their slogan. It should be. It's a good slogan. I heard Wild Marsh opened up last week or yesterday. I don't know. You're the you're the golf aficionado. Yeah, I was working. I was too busy. I didn't know. I only knew oh, that yeah. Stonebrook opened because. That kid came in and told me all about his round. He, did he go little John? <laughs> I don't know if he went low, get low, get low, get low. <laughs> but I think he uh, felt good about his round. First time out, you know. Yep. Good. Yeah, so uh, you had a busy weekend. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, it was a girl's second birthday. Uh, girl's turn two on uh, Monday of this week. Yeah, how'd the party uh, go? Had some fam over over the weekend. You were MIA. Would have loved to have you stop by, but working as always. Wasn't invited, so, you know, I just went to work instead. Well, there wasn't a party for one. No, I know. I'm joking. What what happened? Friday night, we just kind of hung out. uh, On Saturday, you were home. No, Saturday, we uh, 
Scotty and Kyle swung over around noon, started boozing, and then we all swung out to, well, Scotty had to go back to work because he works every day. He does. Ten hours a day. Big project. Yep. A huge project. Um, so he had to go home. We went to Cowboy Jacks, pulled a 200, put it all back in, ended up losing 20. <laughs> so not, not too bad. And then uh, we went back to the house, and Kyle and Emmett and I pulled the old, let's go get food for the girls. Yeah. Go, sit at, go sit at Broadway for another two hours and keep pounding them. So, yeah, I was feeling pretty good come dinner time. And, uh, hey, your, uh, your brother-in-law, Emmett, was uh, sending some snaps at you, and wow. <laughs> you, yeah. you were yeah. in one. Yeah. I was and big. then uh, su- Sunday, I did your pulled your favorite mood. We had all fourteen of our neighbors come over with their kids and played outside. And had what were you thinking? Cupcakes and cookies and all that shit. So I mean, I get it. It's her birth. It's their birthday, so I get it. But birthdays don't get canceled if daddy's hung. Yeah. So you just had to that's, strap that's one a, back on, or what? Carrie told me. Yep. So I just started. I made a. Bl- oh no! So then <laughs> oh. Emmett's, Emmett's wife. Emmett left early with his mom, and they t- they took two cars. So uh, Emmett's wife watched our girls, and Carrie and I headed over to Mama G's for breakfast. Oh, I did see that snap come through. I assumed it was uh, you and Kyle. I was not able to do brunch. Kyle was pretty crabby about that all weekend, and, uh, you know, rightfully so. Yeah, you guys were fighting fiercely on Saturday. You wanted to go to Simi pretty bad. He wanted to booze and... Yeah, we went our separate ways, but but like any good weekend duo, we uh, you reunited. Yeah, we reconciled our differences uh, later on Sunday afternoon. Once I got done uh, over at the Arbiter Brewing Company, Juno and I had to make some plans. Hopefully, we'll be able to execute them. But uh, is yeah. it Juno or Juno? Is it a soft J? I can't remember. Uh, well, it's up to you. He'll he'll answer to either. <laughs> He he, Huno he doesn't Juno. he doesn't not like Huno he uh but he prefers <laughs> Juno because that was his birth name yeah okay yeah okay. yeah cool. uh but anyway so, uh, is there anything you could share yet or what's the news there on uh, so basically the well, look of beer fest and what the summer's looking and what your guys' plan is well you know St Paul Summer Beer Fest is supposed to be it's scheduled for June twelfth and you know. One great thing about our venue, the State Fairgrounds, is we get all their resources and, and they help us put on a great event, right? The problem with using the State Fairgrounds is they're pretty much booked every weekend of the summer. And they have like a cap on events and how close to within like within the fairgrounds you can be. Because there can usually be like four or five events, but they've got to be spaced out so that traffic can get around and there's parking and all this stuff, right? And so... Ideally, had I been able to get a, like a July date, like a mid-July date, I would have been in heaven. That would have been great. I would have had zero, at least in my head, forecasting out. I would have had a whole lot yeah. less to worry about, and I would have definitely been charging forward and maybe even dropping a day at the shop just so I had more time to, to you know procure sponsorships and things like that. But yep. because it's June 12th instead, and that's either the day or we don't do it, we just kind of came up with a plan that, I'm going to spend a little bit of time on my days off getting things ready to go in case in early April we do decide to say that, you know, forecasting two months out, we think it'll be good to go. You know, and a lot of that. Well, the, good, the, the good news is these vaccines just keep coming, moving up and up. They're not being pushed. They're getting moved up. And I mean, they're yeah. basically saying April-ish now. Exactly. And with this Johnson & Johnson vaccine only being a one-shotter, um, not having to go back 30 days, that, that's going to mean that people pretty much 
can go all the way up until like June 7th to get their vaccine. Yeah. I think maybe maybe you still need 30 days after you get it, even if it's just a one shot or I don't know. We'll find out a little bit more as we as I start getting working on it. But basically it gives us like a three or four week buffer that we'll make the final decision. And if, if we decide to do it, tickets will go on sale the middle of April. We'll crush out a whole bunch of promos and do some ticket giveaways with a bunch of breweries locally. Not so much maybe at the bars and stuff, but uh, just kind of handing them off tickets and doing drawings and things so that maybe we don't have to do, you know, like if we go do a promo, there's usually a lot of people buzzing around and doing stuff and whatever. You know, there's usually some theme to the event, whether it's a bags tournament at three squares or or whatever. Right. And so. Yep. might cut it down to just drawing boxes places so people can just submit their name and hopefully they can win some tickets. But, you know, get get on that kind of stuff. Catch up with our sponsors. I mean, we got to see if, you know, how hard COVID hit them. Maybe they can't afford to be a part of it. And so then if that's the case, you know, I got to do some work and, and go find some people to be a part of it because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, these things aren't cheap to put on and, and we definitely need that part of it, especially not knowing how many people are going to come, you know. Are we going to sell so, this so thing here's out? My, here's my, are we well, going to question? Yeah, go ahead. What, what, what is the minimum? What if they say five hundred? You're not going to do it, right? Oh no! I mean, does it have to? Does it have to be wide open, or is it? Well, it's, I mean, you've been to that event. You're good. You've been to that event, so it is kind of yeah. wide ass open anyway. Well, I know, no, I'm not. I'm saying that. I know that. I mean, in right? My opinion, no, I know, and that's right, what I mean. Right, is right, like right now, right now, you could have thousand people there, but. Right, and that's why I'm saying I, I really am not concerned about being oh, able to get point. enough to do it. I guess our biggest concern just is can we at least sell this certain number so that we can pay all the bills and not yeah. go further in the hole, especially after not being – Oh, for sure. You know, doing a, we didn't do any fest for one calendar yep. year. You know, we yep. missed all the events one time, and so um, that's that's a huge shot, and so – we need to, I mean, I'd say to be safe, we need 2,000 people there yeah. to be able to kind of catch ourselves up to de- decide if we want to keep the doing it. Yeah, all and, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And make a decision, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. But, you know, if things keep getting better like they seem to have been, like the last month has been on fire awesome. And so, you know, in another month, hopefully it's only gotten even, maybe not even increased, but just stayed the same and continuously getting people checked off the list. I think we can do the event. Obviously you're going to have to show your vaccine card and it's going to be a little bit different this year, but that vaccine card is going to allow people to not have to wear masks at the event. They're going to be able to socialize and and walk around freely, just like they would have in 2019. So, so I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I'm optimistic, uh, but I'm also realistic that there's a very good chance we won't be able to also, but, Hey, if the Twins can get 10,000 people at their games, we should definitely be able to be allowed to have 4,000 people at ours. Absolutely, and I hope I hope for you guys' sake, obviously, everything gets lifted. And uh, if it does and you guys get to put on that put on that fest, I think it'll be uh, – I, th- I can't imagine it not be to sell with all the pent-up missed events that people want to get back and feel normal and drink some beer and have some fun. So, Absolutely, dude. I mean, that, that's why I keep saying, like, yeah, I'd love to have July because I'd feel a lot better about – the the likelihood of a us being able, room. Yeah, yeah exactly the likelihood of us being able to do the event but june 12th is legit going to be one of the first major events back like i already know and here's some more stuff that makes me optimistic is you know our place medino ballroom holds about what 1500 people they're starting yep. concerts in april 
and inside, I believe. Maybe they have an outdoor amphitheater that I don't know anything about. But either way. No, they're they're inside. Right, which is crazy because my event's at least outside, so it's a little different, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. But then in, in May, there's a car show and a grill festival. Like, there's things that are coming back a month before me even. But see, the cost of doing those events is probably a lot lower um, with a lot different intangibles that that are allowing them to do to plan to do the event even if they can't do the event right where i have yep. to have a firm yes or no because it just costs way too much money otherwise so i don't know we'll see if we're the fir- first major big event back and you know all these other music festivals have kind of called it a like said no or they're doing it way later in the summer just to be safe uh it could be a gangbusters that's for sure yeah i hope it is more to come yeah yeah um all right, well, speaking of the bars and drinking and all that kind of stuff, uh, it's St. Patty's Day this week, which, you know, it kind of crept up on us because, once again, for the second year in a row, COVID is kind of not allowing St. Patrick's Day to happen. I mean, I think some people did go out and did some things last year, but I know a lot of places shut it down. I know we had had to make the decision to cancel Northern Lights Rare Beer Fest. Uh, yeah, one year ago... Um, you know, just the other day, it was one year since we, on March 11th, we had to make the pull the trigger and say, we, we, we can't do our March 28th Northern Lights Rare Beer Fest. And I think even at that time, we hoped we might be able to do St. Paul until we had no idea what was really going on and had to skip a whole year of it. But St. Patty's Day, man, it's one of the only bar holidays for sure uh, that I even enjoy. I mean, I like the 4th of July, but that's all about being on the, on a boat on a on some water somewhere, right? Like when I think Mark Optal, I think St. Paul and I think St. Patty's day and you put those two together and you got an oppie special. Oh boy. I'll tell you what, I had a lot of oppie specials in my twenties. <laughs> I got to do it once with you. Um, yeah. Yep. Three, four did. years ago, we, we went to O'Gara's started off at O'Gara's and then worked our way down to Tom Reed's area in this West seventh and had a blast. It was, I think we were wearing shorts, short sleeves, maybe even shorts. And it was super warm that day. We had an unbelievable group. Your guy, Scott Ross, your older brother, Scott Ross, and his gal came out. It was you and your wife, Scotty and his gal at the time. Oof. And then I had a gal at the time. Oof. Yep. And then, and then, and <laughs> then, Ka- yeah, and then Kyle from St. Louis Park. So we had the whole Kyle crew had a guy. plus gal. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, plus we had gals with us. We were just, we were buzzing the whole day. We started early. And uh, we crushed it out hard. It was one of the, it was one of the most fun ones for me because it was kind of one of those times where my two worlds collided. You know, my my St. Paul days, we didn't see each other all that much. You know, a couple times a year we'd see each other. You'd come to the beer fest, and we'd probably have playing a golf tournament or something like that. We just, you know, right. only twenty five miles away from each other, but it seemed like a a life, you know, so far away because just different worlds and. And so I had my whole little St. Paul era, my ten, my decade in St. Paul, and I had a lot of friends. And uh, I think you all be hanging out with you that day. I think you missed your call, and I think you should have ran for mayor or something. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty great. I mean, not going to lie. Every time I go back to St. Paul, it's it's all really fun to see people. I mean, I've went back a couple times for lunch here just in the last uh, couple mo- you know, month or so or a couple months since they reopened. And just to see all those old you know, faces that, I normally only see once or twice a year anyway, but now it's been once or twice a year because of COVID. Um, just always fun to go back and see those folks. And yeah, I, I tell you, I 
crushed my 20s in St. Paul. I did well. I got to say, although I loved the St. Patrick's Day with you, my best St. Patrick's Day story ever, right? This is so unreal. So I had a serious gal at one point for a few years. Um, We don't need to drop names. You know who it is. (laughs) The people that know me know who it is. Uh, It was our first St. Patrick's Day together. And just in love and oh, just in love. Couldn't tear you guys apart. Couldn't tear us apart. We both like craft beer. We both chug whiskey. Um, so we are just buzzing for St. Patrick's Day, right? She's a ginger. She's uh, she's Irish, so of course she's into all that tradition. I love corned beef and cabbage. I eat it typically three times a day on on St. Patrick's Day. Well, back then, I mean, you did it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you had three different spots you went. And, you know, you drink Guinness in the morning, and then at noon you start mixing in a shot of Jameson every, you know, half hour, hour. And you're usually pretty, you know, happy if you can make till about 7, 8 o'clock and uh, pass out with a whole bunch of corned beef in your stomach and a whole bunch of Jameson and Guinness. Uh, so, you know, we match made in heaven for a St. Patrick's Day couple, right? So we get down to Tom Reed's, and they've got all the bar stools pulled up, pulled away, right? You can't, like, sit at the bar, but you can stand yep. at the bar. It's just so that people could scrunch in a little bit closer, and they could get more people yep. at the bar, right? Yep. So we get there early, right? We, we blow off the parade, uh, go right to Tom Reed's so that we were there, and we had our spots where we wanted to stand at the bar before all the people from the parade came to the bar, right? So we get our spots, and... This party bus comes in, and at this point, it's full in there, right? And so this group behind us comes up, and this nasty-ass bitch just scoffing. She's like, can you guys move, please? And I'm like, well, these are our spots. We're standing here, so no. There's a little spot right over there. Why don't you go over there and order your drinks? (laughs) And she decides to – she bitches about it, and she's talking shit behind her back, and her guy's over there ordering in that spot that I said go order at. And she decides to reach in between me and my ex and sets her beer down on the bar. <laughs> and my ex grabs that beer bottle and she slams it back in her face. A little too aggressive. The girl doesn't catch it. It hits her teeth. She chips a tooth. She's, oh, no way. She's ble- I don't think I know this story. Oh, she's bleeding everywhere, <laughs> right? And, and uh-huh. what, what happens next, Matt? You think the mayor of St. Paul got kicked out of Tom Reed's? Uh, no. Mayor St. Paul and his gal stayed and drank as long as they wanted, and that entire party bus got kicked the fuck out. That is awesome. And I'll tell you what, that was one of those. So that particular gal, you, in like our first four months of dating, St. Patrick's Day being the end of the first four months, we had the first four months, we had my 30th birthday in Omaha for the outside, outdoor hockey game with, with UND in Omaha. And oh, there's something else in December we did that was awesome, too. Oh, I think just going up to Grand Forks for a Sioux game. You know what I mean? So we yep. had just a buzzing first three, four months. Like, we were set up for for success. Not going to lie. I love it. That's, uh, yeah. That's I mean, I walked away rare. from that like, that's an op- wow. That's an option in your move. Yeah, yeah, definitely didn't think about it. Just reacted and... Uh, Luckily, it all just worked out, and nobody got in trouble. I mean, that could have been that could have been really bad. I love it. So, 
Are you going to do anything this year or what? Well, I don't think so because you got, you got the day off, don't you? I did. Oddly enough, I do have the day off. Um, yeah. I intend to probably go out and get some corned beef and cabbage somewhere. I know that at the very least, uh, the old Tuts uh, has some corned beef br- and cabbage. What's that? They do. Or are you going to bring your own? No, that's corned beef hash. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have well, corned beef and cabbage. Okay. <laughs> you didn't what's know corned that. Ha- what's corned beef and hash for? What? That's breakfast. Okay. I mean, I'll have that for breakfast. I'm, I'm mixing up my corned beefs. Yeah, corned beef hash, which you're right. I have brought corned beef hash to Tuttle's. And make them by. And I had them you. open the can and fry it up for me. Hey, it was my yeah. birthday. They don't put it on the menu. That's on them. Oh, yeah, birthday boy. Birthday boy. Biscuit boy. Birthday <laughs> boy. Anyway, yeah, corned beef hash in the morning. I'm going to play Simi at 10. I got a doctor's appointment at 9. I'm play Simi at 10. And then I'll go somewhere for corned beef and cabbage for lunch, but I don't know if that'll turn into anything. Um, I don't know that any bars are doing anything. I would guess that it's just too soon. Uh, well, you know, everybody st- is the, the bar still closing at 11? Is that still a thing? Probably, which is good on St. Patrick's Day anyway. Most people are fall down drunk by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, exactly. That, that, that year when we went to uh, O'Gara's, we were, we were there at 9 or 10 in the morning. Oh, I mean, we were some of the first people there. I mean, I yeah. told, I explained to you guys when we went. I said, if we're doing this, we're doing it Ops way. Yeah. You know, always. <laughs> and so we get there early. And, yeah, we maybe shot it a little early by about an hour. But it allowed us to get comfortable, get our bearings, and get some beers in us before it got crazy and out of control. Because that I day like it. was wild. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, Garris, I miss it. Like, that's one of those things when you're dealing with all this COVID stuff. And, you know, like that was always where I did my lunch, corned beef and cabbage. What's that? Oh, well, I I also had a lot of lunch meetings there at the end because I lived next door for a year and a half. So shared a parking lot. Yeah. I mean, I parked in the parking lot. Oh, okay. Daniel Garris was my landlord. Gave me a Coke. Um, (laughs) Baby Coke. And so... Yeah, I can't walk across the parking lot and go have a meeting. It's way better than going somewhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just that was my lunch for for probably ten, twelve years of of St. Patrick's Day. You know, it's uh, it's it's hard that it's gone, and and it's hard that it's not there to like sort of feel normal. You know what I mean? Because yep. if he popped up a tent, I I just don't know how they could do it, even if even if it was still open. I don't know if they'd really be able to pop up a tent. Is the city of St. Paul really going to allow that? I'm guessing you got to get a permit from the city to put a tent up in your parking lot. You know, so is it going to get that a pro- building gone, like demolished? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like an apartment building there now or something. Yeah, yeah. Those like condos that look like they're on every corner of every yeah, major yeah. neighborhood in the metro yeah. area. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Look just like that. I thought they I, were going to put a, a little old gears in the basement or do they have one? Uh, they were going to have just like a street level, uh, you know, small bar for O'Gara's. Yep. And uh, they declined to do that. They said with uh, everything going on and the competitive nature with, you know, the tap room stuff. I mean, it's really not about COVID. They announced this before COVID that O'Gara's wasn't coming back. And and they kind of listed tap rooms as the real reason and just saying like, and, and I agree with them uh, in this, like with his 
argument. I'm not saying that he's right as a whole, but his reason for not wanting to open was because t- the taproom culture has become such a big thing that it's making it very difficult for restaurant bars to succeed. You know, a lot of their clientele yeah. is now hanging out at tap rooms. So I agree with him because he's not wrong in that regard. Now, do I know if that – do I agree if that, that uh, prevents you from, from being able to uh, be successful? I mean, I think there's a way that, that anybody can do it. And, and if anybody could do it, Danny O'Gara could have. But, but I get it. That was his, his, you know, thoughts on everything, and, and that's the way he went. I, you know, I don't disagree. I'm a bar guy. I – I'm not a big tap room guy. You know that. I've, I go to maybe no. four or five tap rooms. Uh, you can't even call Townhouse Station a tap room because it's a brewery. It's a restaurant that just has their own beer. Um, I mean, Stilto, Arbiter, Utapills. I'm trying to think of other ones that I've even been to in the last two years. You know, just don't really get to them. And you haven't pri- been a Stilto in ages either. No, I haven't. Prize, I guess, to, to film, a, to tape a pod. But, like. Just never really – I'm not a taproom guy. I like to go to the bar. Uh, but that's because in my 20s, you couldn't go to the taproom. That was a whole different thing. That's why the kids in their 20s now, taproom culture is, like, the main thing that everybody does. They don't even care if the beer's good or not. They just want to go to a taproom. Like, that's – hey, want to go to a taproom? Want to go to a taproom? Let's go to a taproom. So, it is what it is. I don't, I can't blame them for that. I just – you know, it's just another thing like your guys' is, – uh, Stomping grounds in college, family, uh, family business, the El Rocco, you know, shutting their doors. It's just yet another thing from yep. from your youth, from your adulthood, you know, from your college days, from your twenties that that is no longer. And I mean, I guess every day it's there's it's or every year it seems like a new thing gets torn down and built back up into something else, or a business closes and reopens as something completely different. And uh, I don't know. At this point, I'm just getting kind of used to it. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. So what's up for the weekend, buddy? Hey, a quick, quick little thing I just saw. Is this new news? Did you see that the NHL made a deal, TV deal? Well, I heard that it's rumored that ESPN's taking the bulk of it. Yeah, but that so it's, it's official. ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Yep, yep. So, I mean, hey, it's huge for Hulu. Um you know, especially for those like streaming sites, I mean, you're basically going to get all those customers like myself that turn Hulu on for like three or four months of the year when Letterkenny comes out and a couple other things come out. You know what I mean? I let I try to let I've kind of been bound, going back and forth between Netflix and uh, Hulu every month yep. so that I can like let one of them build up some stuff. So I'm not always just like watching mindless crap because there's just nothing else on there. Um you know, now, I mean, maybe Hulu's got me for the whole winter, depending on how it all plays out and everything like that, you know? Um, that, that's a big get for Hulu if they get up. Uh, yeah, I mean, they had you, and, <laughs> and they lost you. You went to YouTube, yeah. and, and I so... Guess, I guess I'll have to go back. Well, but that's what I'm saying is, is this, you know, this could really help their, their, uh, their platform, but we'll see. I know that NBC Sports is getting a few of the Stanley Cup finals, though. And they're going oh, to really? and they're going to be on uh, USA Hockey since they're closing NBC Sports down at the end of the year, at the end of 2021. They're going to still get like three of the Stanley Cup Finals in the next seven, ten years, something like that. So, oh, gotcha. 
guess it's going to be on USA or, or something like that. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think it's I, – I don't know how I feel about it because we grew up on ESPN having hockey, right? In the 90s, ESPN, ESPN2. I mean, ESPN2, it seemed like all they had was pro hockey and roller hockey, which Banksy has played both. <laughs> not, not many people have. Not many people have. Won a championship in both leagues in the same year. He's like the Deion Sanders. Not, he's not like, many people can do that, as no, he said. He's like the Deion Sanders of hockey. <laughs> yeah. What? He's a beauty. Yeah. Regardless. He's awesome. But anyway, um, so I don't know how I feel because they kind of – I feel like they really um, they really stunted the growth of the NHL. And you watched the NH or the uh, the NBA and the NFL, which were already bigger. Don't get me wrong, but as like TV and, and marketing got so much bigger, and the salaries and stuff got bigger and bigger and bigger, I feel like ESPN kind of leaving them high and dry, and them kind of having to go to NBC. I kind of think that like I don't know. I'm just bitter about it. I guess I feel like hockey players, should, even though they're making good salaries, I feel like they should be making salaries that are a little more comparable to the NBA and NFL. They are arguably just as, uh, I mean, maybe the most, you know, physical sport out there. I know that football is a tough sport, don't get me wrong, but they take breaks. You know, hockey's constantly moving. They're bumping in every corner they can. Take well, a, what is the takes a max toll salaries on the are, what, five, five, six times as much as a NHL and compared to NBA? And That's what, what I mean. Like, you've football, got, yeah. you got quarterbacks getting $40, 50000000 million a year. You got basketball players making $40 million a year. And I'm sure basketball is more rough than I actually think it is or give them credit for, but come on. They wear tank tops and basketball shorts. <laughs> well, it looks like they're going to the beach. <laughs> what? Wow. Am I wrong? No, I agree with you on the whole salary <laughs> thing. I've never really understood it. Obviously, it all comes back to TV revenue and all that other bullshit. But I it's, mean, it's just you, weird. Yeah, you look at how golf is flown by that. I mean, you can be, you know, barely surviving on tour or being like a stud at the JV tour. Like, what is it, Corn Ferry? Um, yep. And I think you can make enough money. I mean, think the top three, four guys on Corn Ferry even make more than – Probably 10% of the NHL, you know, and you're talking about a hundred the 150th guy down there, you know, down the, down the money leader list. I right. Just, when you said that, I'm instantly thinking of Kyle from St. Louis Park listening to this episode. Oh yeah. He's, he's making Texas, notes. Saying, say, saying a lot of preposterous statements as always on YouTube. Yeah. He's going to say that a lot of incorrect facts, uh, <laughs> guaranteed he's making notes. He's making oh, a note yeah. of each one. Because he'll be on a couple weeks when we do our Masters preview. And and he will most definitely be calling us out for each individual <laughs> statement. Um, he shouldn't be surprised. We we typically will throw out the first thing that comes to our head. And, yeah. you know, sometimes it works. <laughs> hey, know, we're shoot. back and we're always talking crap, as Chuck from Chosen City once said. It's true. We, we do, I guess. Oh. Hey, one last thing before we uh, get out of here for the week. Did you hear uh, the big news? I sent. I think I sent you over the article. I don't know if you had time to read it. Uh, our arguably our favorite band, definitely one of my top five favorite bands of all time, uh, Newfound Glory. 
their old guitarist and really the guy who was behind all the actual s- songs, like he wrote everything or a lot of it. Uh, Steve Klein, he's been out of the band for eight years. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, first yeah, off. I still remember when you like text me and you're like, hey, or send me the article or he said, but I, we got to see him. We got, we got to see him in concert literally like a month or two before that happened. I remember that. Yeah, well, because we go every time they come to town, and yeah. yeah, but but I just I can't believe it's been eight years already. It doesn't feel I like know. that long. Um, and then I think back to the last Warp tour I went. And I was like, yeah, he wasn't at that one, and that was probably seven years ago when I when I last went to one. Um, yeah, just I don't know. Totally bizarre, man. I. Uh, you know, when the news broke all those years ago, eight years ago, that, that Steve Klein was being kicked out of the band, I, I mean, I guess the way it's been was worded, and was worded in his statement today, too, is he was fired, you know? Yeah. Um, he's fired from the band because there were some charges being presented to uh, upon him for child pornography and indecent exposure and some stuff or whatever, right? And obviously... No one had any idea what was going on. I would say that social media hadn't even kicked up quite as hard as it is now. No, for sure. Exactly. Agree. 100% agree. You know? um, Usually you'd hear stories rumbling and it just came out of nowhere. Exactly. But then also you didn't really hear anything after that. Newfound Glory basically quit talking about him ever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that, you know, they're – their publicists and, and managers and stuff like that, with every appearance they did, it was an automatic. You, if you, if you bring him up, the interview's over. Yep. Like they're not talking about it. You know what I mean? And keep in mind, keep in mind, they'd been together for at least twenty years at that point. It's not like the guy. Well, been fifteen. For a year. Fifteen. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's not like the guy's been around for a year. And- yeah, yeah, he's, he's not huge, like, the, like you said. Like you said, he was a huge piece. He wrote most of the songs. Yeah, he wasn't like uh, you know the new drummer who's been there two years and like oh now I see why he's just a little different or whatever. Like it wasn't anything like that. He was a major fixture in the in the band, right? And and so all these allegations come out, charges get presented, and it took him eight years to finish everything up and come to a conclusion on everything. And uh, so now he's been able to finally like he sent out this statement but i mean it's a long statement it took me eight minutes to read um yeah i read bits and pieces of it and then i did a control f to find to see if he mentioned newfound glory which he didn't mention once which is probably good um the only thing he mentions is he just references did you read the part where he referenced that as soon as they found out everything about it they finished up him and his managers decided because that's so weird too they're a band but yet they all have their own individual managers in some formats, yeah, yeah. you know? So like he had a manager that's like, okay, let's get through this tour and then we'll talk to him all about it. Okay. So they play the last three shows, gets on the phone with the first guy, lets him know what's going on. You know, obviously he's going to take a leave of absence from the band so we can get all this stuff figured out. And before he could call the other three members, he was already on a conference call with all of them that he was fired. Like, he didn't even get to explain himself to every member in the band. He was just fired within, like, 30 minutes of the first time he told somebody, like, what was coming down the road for him. So I, I don't want to throw anything around. Obviously, we love that band, and, and it's very, it doesn't seem like our kind of guys, right? Like, we would never abandon a buddy if in a time like that. Like, we'd come out with a politically correct statement that says something about not agreeing with 
anyone who's involved with these kind of charges or whatever, da 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 da. But like, you always got your your friends back. I think anyway. Yeah. So I, I mean, got a question here. So yeah. the actions that he did was basically the Tinder of 2013, an app called Omegle. Did Op ever dabble in the app Omegle? I had never heard of that one. I haven't either. I was I gonna actually. It right. I was gonna uh, actually Google it because it the name actually sounds like it might be like he like a uh, international type one. Oh, okay. I don't know. Just like the spelling of it kind of seemed like, like maybe it was something he was using on like an international tour. I could be completely yeah. wrong. Um, but yeah, he was basically using a online dating service, sex service, whatever it was. And I guess he had a thing for girls that probably barely looked legal age. And I guess, you know, the, the website, you got to confirm your age a couple different times, and it's not his fault, but maybe a couple of them were turned out to be underage or something like that, right? And all these years later, he's able to come out and let everybody know, like, the problem was him even having extramarital affairs when he was on the road because he was, you know, mentally shut down from having, you know, falling out with his wife and all this stuff. So he was having these relations on the on the road and stuff when they were on tour, and, uh, you know, he he definitely uh, takes responsibility. He's like, that was what made it wrong. But I was doing it because of all these other things that were going yep. on. I thought I was totally safe because the website says you have to be 18. Didn't think I have, you know. And so got to he was able to plea it out down to a misdemeanor. He does have to list himself as a sex offender. But it's like a tier one sex offender. So, like, I guess that's like the the least likely to uh to do it again or whatever so i don't know it'll be interesting to see if now that all this is done like is there like do they reunite if if the band was cool with it is he like no way guys like you abandoned me for eight years and just kept doing your thing i i don't know what do you think i i doubt it yeah Uh, i doubt anything will come of it but hopefully they can figure their friendships out and this and that, but we'll see what happens, I guess. So the only last thing I got to do, because we can't end on such a downer of a, of a topic, we talked about your girls and, and their sort of birthday weekend and all that stuff. You put some pictures up, or your wife did probably, because you don't ever do that. Um, nope. Of you guys as a family rocking Adidas jumpsuits. <laughs> and Asshole. they're awesome, but I need to know, is there some backstory I need to know about it? But more importantly, I want to talk about Ivy and, you know, I think she's going down the wrong road. She's flashing gangs. She's, she's flashing gang signs. You guys are all pointing up two for turning two, and she's throwing out the west side. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's awesome. Well, yeah, Carrie was looking for birthday themes for people turning two, and she found this banner that said too legit to quit, which was, what, MC Hammer? Yep. So then it ballooned from there into... We had a bunch of gold chain balloons, like linked balloons, which is kind of cool. And then uh, she's like, we got to get track suits. <laughs> I, I just, every time she said that, I'd pretty much just roll my eyes, like, do whatever you want. I don't No, really that's care. awesome. I think it's cool. So that's uh, that's kind of how that came about. And then they, we had, like, the hip, hip-hop hip parade banner. And then, yeah, we got some, got a bunch of funny pictures. I guess that was the that was the goal, and we got that completed. So, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a fun weekend. The girls had a blast. Uh, pretty confusing for them because we celebrated Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because they had fa- we had family in town over the weekend, and then their actual birthday was Monday. So and now you wonder why people uh, do birthday weeks and birthday months. It's because they've been yep. spoiled as small children, and they have three to five to seven days of birthday celebrations. And they just figure yeah, Abby, Abby, here's how much we spoiled them. We didn't give them a single Christmas present because they got so much stuff from family. I don't and mean like that. I don't mean like that. And then that. for their bir- for their birthday, we actually gave them the one present that we bought them for Christmas. So they got one <laughs> present. Hey, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm talking about oh, people in general having these multi-day celebrations. It's no wonder that all these adults do birthday months. Well, you you usually do birthday cruises, so you can't really talk. <laughs> oh. Well, not wrong, Maddie. It's a you good way to end this week. You love being on the sea for your birthday. What's that? You love being on the wide open sea for your birthday. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Can't argue with that, buddy. <laughs> okay, I'm out for this week. We'll. Uh, I don't know. You might. You might be off for a week or two, but I know that we've got uh, Kyle from St. Louis Park coming up soon for the Masters preview. Can't wait for that one. Uh, I don't know. Let's get out and party, buddy. See, you, buddy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Manners Optional Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week. Maddie and I talking St. Patty's. Man, we've had some times. Uh, probably threw out a few stats out there that are a little preposterous. I'm sure Kyle from St. Louis Park is going to call us out on those when he uh, joins us for the Masters preview episode coming up in a couple weeks. But uh, all in all, it was another fun episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys think. Instagram is at Manners Optional Podcast. Email it as Manners Optional Podcast at gmail.com. Or call us on the answer machine at 877-312-0969. That's all I got for this week. Don't forget, when you listen to this podcast, manners are optional. Just the world.